were longer on the last one than the first one. Yeah, because you got excited and jumped into more. You can't pin it all on me. It's not me every time. I talk much faster than you. Hey, welcome to another episode of The Matt and Fiona Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we are thrilled that you are here. Um, today we are going to jump into a great topic. Uh, I don't think we'll really like set people off, but maybe. I don't know. We'll find out. Not our intent. Maybe. Um, But before we jump in, again, uh, feel free to follow us on the interwebs and the social things and all the podcasts are now on most of your favorite podcast platforms um we're just trying to i'm trying to get that word out. yes that's yeah all right we're gonna we jump share. right in okay um again thank you for joining us today we're going to talk about children in church mm. because we have three small children um, and they're in church a lot and mm -hmm. when they're there everybody knows it <sighs> so Anyway, not that we haven't touched on this before, but we haven't touched on this this, this directly. But this so is a brand new thing. I we, this is how this came up. So I, <laughs> I'd say about a month ago, mm -hmm. um, just because we record these ahead. But about a month ago or so, and I'm going to preface this by saying, if the doors are open and there's a service, if there's a fellowship, if there's anything. Um, 99.999% of the time we're there. If there's a work party, uh, we're there. And if we're there, that means the kids are there. So our kids are in church, um, a lot. And that is a good thing. That didn't sound like it was a good thing, but that was a good thing. Anyway, so it was a Wednesday night service and, you know, we've got our children's church on Sundays and all of that, um, which is great. Wednesdays, we do not have children's church. Typically no. Typically no. Um, so my kids are in the back row. Now, if they're there, Not we have by some. Themselves. No, I'm like, there. We with have an them. adult with them typically. Me, but anyway, um, this particular Wednesday that I am referring to, our oldest is fine. I mean, he takes notes or he'll color or I mean, he. It's funny we we sit in the back row because I kind of hide in the back, but I sit on one side with the other two of the row, and literally he sits on the other side by himself. It's kind of funny. But it's anyway. To corral the children in. I'm sure we'll go with that. Yeah. But um, so it's me with the kids um, because he's always working through all of the services. So during service, I typically not there I never see you. Um, but long story short, our other two, primarily the youngest, was, we'll say, being a little bit extra that day. And, um, you know, I can take them out and take them into the kids' room or whatnot if I need to, but I do like to, I like to be in service, and I do think that it's good for them to be in service, be in service yeah. and have that opportunity. Yeah. And, um, you know, obviously our pastor is very um, gracious with it, and, you know, half the time I'm like, I'm sorry for what my kids were doing. And he doesn't even notice because he's up there under the anointing preaching the word of God. And that's a side note. We'll get back to that. But, um, <laughs> man, my kids were being extra. And I normally don't feel bad about having my kids at church. Like, everybody knows they're going to be there, period, end of story. There is just no way about it. Um, 
And we have, you know, one of the ushers sitting um, on that side, not too far from us. I mean, and he he's great. He tunes him out. He is so focused on what pastor's preaching. It doesn't matter. I mean, I think even this day I got not looks by any way, shape or form. But, you know, I could tell that there was a little bit of extra added attention. And I was having a bit of a hard time with it because, I mean, not that our kids are perfectly quiet, but this they, they were making some extra noise today. Um, or that particular day. And I was just reminded through the whole thing that, you know, in the scriptures, um, and Mark, at one point, you know, the children were trying to come up to Jesus and the disciples rebuked the kids. And they held them back. They held them or wanted to hold them, hold them back. And Jesus stopped the disciples and he stopped the service. Yeah and said you let those children come up to me and those children were just as important if not more important than everybody else there and so for whatever reason that's what I was reminded of was I was really struggling that church service with my rowdy unruly children um I was reminded of that scripture like no Jesus wants my children there Jesus wants his children. We get to take care of them, but they're his children. Jesus wants his children under the anointing, under the word, in service. Because you know what? Even if they're not getting the word of God, they're getting the word of God. And I was just, for whatever, almost once that kind of hit me, was able to breathe a little bit and realize that, you know, as we do things, I'm not doing things for men or for anybody else, but I'm doing it for God. And I am raising my children. We, it just so happens I happen to be with them all the time. We are raising our kids in church. We are raising our kids to know the word of God, to as Jesus Christ is their personal Lord and Savior. And that is how we're raising them. So if the church doors are open, guess what? They're going to be there. And if there are people who get upset with my kids... I don't need to worry about upsetting them. Mm -hmm. I need to worry about upsetting Jesus. And if I don't take my kids to church, um, my savior is going to be more disappointed with me than anybody there. But, um, that's kind of how I, we kind of got into this is literally because I had a bad day at church and I had a bad day with our kids. And for whatever reason, it stressed me out that my kids were, Honestly, I thought disruptive and shouldn't be there. And then I was reminded that when the disciples tried to rebuke the children from going forth to Jesus, uh, Jesus made sure that the little children came to him. And I was almost assured that, you know what? No, my kids may not be in the best shape today, but I they are exactly where my Jesus wants them to be, where he wants his children to be, is in church, mm-hmm. under his word, in his house, where his anointing is being preached. I'm sure he would have been okay if they were a little quieter. I mean, this this <laughs> we, we do work on it. It's not as though I allow the rowdiness, just this was a bad day. Um but it is it is one of those things where you know there has to be some grace right yes both from us as parents um from other people in the building mm-hmm. 
other parishioners, other members of the church, other attendees, um, from the leadership even. Yeah. Right. And it's it's something, and it's not always just our kids. It can be other kids yes, making noise. Yes. This like, was just kids we're talking noise. about my kids. I would love time. it if they always sat still and quiet and mellow, um, but that's not what kids do. So it seems. Yes. Um, <clears throat> you raised a really good point on the fact that <clears throat> typically when you're in church and you see kids misbehaving, mm-hmm. right? Whoever's watching them typically is the one who is the most concerned with it. Right. Right. Yeah. So often. And, and again, I, I talk about this probably every week. I'm in a lot of church services over the years. Um, I've done a ton of travel, et cetera, um, running meetings for other churches, et cetera. This is not only something I'm not a standalone. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. I've seen this in literally every church I've ever been in. Yeah. Right. And there's always those people who get really bent out of shape over this. Yeah. Right. And they want those kids to be quiet. They want them to behave, blah, 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 blah. And my opinion has always been (coughs) that there are a bunch of scriptures that back up, you know, what you were saying, Mm -hmm. right? That one is definitely on point um, in Mark. But at the end of the day, I would rather a child be in church. Yes. Making a racket. Mm Mm-hmm. Not a, like a super bad I mean, bad don't racket. be a disturbance. And like, if you need to, you know, get we'll up and deal with that, you know, um, walk with the kid and whatnot. Excuse me. But, but if, because you are concerned that your kids might be a little loud at, at some point, whether they're in kids church or not, it's indifferent. Right. Right. If you keep them home because God forbid they might be a little loud. Yeah. Not only are you hurting them, but you're also hurting well, yourself. Yes. And when you get to the point where you've got to stand before the Lord, mm. he's going to ask why yeah. you continually left, kept your child home. And this is not what you wanted to talk about at all, but I'm going to segue just for one second. Um, there are lots of things that, like, as you mentioned, our kids are in every service. They're not the only kids in church, in our church that are at every service. Right. But there's a lot of kids over the years that they don't come to every service because coming to a midweek service and being out till eight o'clock is too late. Although if, you know, their favorite hockey team's playing, they're staying up. If baseball's on, they're staying up. Um, if they're my kids and tennis is on, they're staying up. Right. Right. Like. I have heard every excuse in the book of why, you know, we just can't come to midweek. We can't come to Saturday. Yep. Because the kids, you know, the kids really, they've got a routine mm-hmm. that they never actually follow, but they'll follow it. When for it comes night. for church. Yeah. They'll follow it for church night. Um, and now I'm off my soapbox on that one. Okay. But, <clears throat> you know, as we were, as we were looking through this, it reminded me of, something in terms of childlike faith Mm. and you know we've 
we do have some awesome kids. Right? Yeah. We're still working with them. They're oh, still learning. for sure. Um, and we're still learning how to work with them. For sure. But our oldest had got really excited about trying to raise some money for church. Mm. Right? So he started drawing little pictures and he was trying to sell them to neighbors and friends and church members. And, you know, typically we don't let people do that, but he just, his heart was really, really good. Mm -hmm. He was trying to draw some pictures, sell them so he could give that money to the church. To raise like some money all of the church. money to yeah. church. Yes. Yeah. Not, not profiting, not, you know, literally everything he got. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he was in the office one day and um, one of the, the, the guys on staff was in there and was like, dude, you can't be selling this for like 10 cents. You know, sell this for a dollar, $10, $5, $20, um, And it reminded me, and he showed this amazing attribute of childlike faith, mm. right? Because we hear that a lot. We hear that you need to have a have faith like a child, right? Right. And you don't recognize what that means until you're presented with an example such as this. I'll t the other thing that he said. I'm, I'm getting there. Okay. Okay. Don't jump the gun. Right, I'm man. sorry. He wanted to raise money for church. Yes. He didn't want to raise 20 bucks. He wanted to raise a million dollars. Yeah. Because to a kid, their faith knows no bounds. Yeah. They're not caught up with life. They're not tied in with all these experiences that make our faith so hard to deal with. Oof. And yeah. every time that we're at church and kids are being loud or they're running around and again, we don't we, we don't we let can't them, let the kids run no, no, wild no, no, like no, no. on purpose. No, we we try to put a stop to that all the time. Um but They're it's, kids. it's it's finding the balance between letting them be kids mm -hmm. and letting them love it. And love being at church. Yes. And giving them some control. Right. Yeah, which and, they and need some to rules do in some every you know, in. Yeah. But you can leverage that childlike faith. Because my gosh, I I tell this story a lot of every time I'm talking to somebody who's they're believing for something. Right. And I encourage them every time they're talking about their faith and how they're trying to believe for something that if you can believe for something small. Right. Get that out of the way first. Yep. Right? Like let's yep. not let's not go nuts trying to believe for the multi million dollar house when you're renting a shack. Right. Right? Let's believe for like the five dollar coffee and let's work our let's build our faith right. up. The amazing part with kids is they have that faith already. We end yep. up crushing that faith. Yeah. Right? There's a really cool just since she pulled a scripture, I gotta pull a scripture. Um <laughs> I referenced a scripture, in, in but Matt you 18, can go ahead and pull. Um Jesus is gets asked by his disciples um who then is the greatest of the kingdom mm. right and this is that point where a lot of the disciples are kind of referencing back to last week they're trying to be something oh yeah right mm -hmm. they're they're the 12 yes they're very important so they're talking to jesus and they're like you know who is the greatest in the kingdom and you right. know that they're thinking 
At least a handful of them. Is it me? Is it me? Oh, yeah. You know they're sitting there going, (gasps) well, Hmm. I'm one of the three fishermen that we we grew up with him. We're neck and neck. We're we're buddies. Yep. And he says, as my phone goes to sleep on me again. Again. um, And Jesus calls a little child in and set them in the mist and said, Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom. Therefore, humble yourself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever receives one little child like this in my name receives me. Right. He is showing that children are so important. Yeah. Right. And getting kids at an early age. Oh, that's so needy to get them. They're they have faith that we don't mm-hmm. right their belief is there they're so sensitive to this right the only thing we have to lose is our kids is our kids and their salvation and if all of a sudden at a young age mm-hmm. church isn't important let me tell you when oh, they yeah. get older it's not going to be important either. There's, and I should have pulled the stats and I didn't, um, but Ken and Trudy Blunt have this awesome um, ministry to churches about children's Children, ministry. Children, yes. And if you don't know Ken and Trudy Blunt, um, A, you weren't a Christian kid in the 80s, 80s 90s, 90s. And 2000s, mm-hmm. um, but he w- was Nicodemus on um, the... Oh my gosh. The Gospel Bill Show. There we go. Um, and she was mystery. And they fell in love off the show. It was amazing. Um, but their their ministry is amazing. And they focus on the fact that children's ministry is not and cannot be an afterthought. Yeah. If anything, you should invest more time and money into your children's ministry hmm. than you do into quote unquote adult church. And as somebody who deals with churches all the time from a tech standpoint, none of y'all do this. Hmm. It is the rarity. Yeah. It is. Let me tell you, it is so easy to sell a church, a laser projector for the sanctuary versus like some cool stuff for the kids room. Hmm. And they have, we'll, we'll see if we can pull the stats. But they have some really, really interesting stats on this. Whereas, essentially, it boils down to if you can get a child committed to God mm-hmm. and involved in church by, and I'm going to make some of this up, forgive me, but by like age 10, mm-hmm. they're going to be 75% likely to continue their walk with the Lord through adulthood. Right. And as that age group goes up, the the percentage drops yep, dramatically. dramatically. And it becomes one of those things where, you know, again, we've all been in church. We've all been, heck, on an airplane and had a kid screaming or kicking or whatever. Or and singing Firefly. Singing Firefly. <laughs> uh, no fireworks. Fireworks. Um, we, were, we were on a trip sometime and there was this... There's a sidebar that means nothing in the conversation no, we we're saying, sorry. but it's an adorable story. Um, we we're flying, I think, back from Florida. Yeah. 
um, to, to visit your parents. And we're in the plane, and there's a there's a young girl sitting behind us. Like two. I see a little older than that, but like maybe three. Maybe three. Like under five. Easily. And we're going up in the plane, and it's taken off, and she's humming, which turned into singing because her mom is trying to get her to, you know, swallow and do all the things you do so that a kid keep, keep her mellow. has her, well, no, has her ears not Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And this adorable little girl is doing this. The whole time as we're, as we're taking off. And there's a gentleman, a couple rows um, in front and on the other side of the plane from us. And he, Mind you, she was f- quite quiet with it too. Yeah, she wasn't. No, nah, she wasn't loud at all. No. Um. <clears throat> and it seemed to annoy him. Is the politest way oh. to put it. So he starts a couple of times doing the like, "Would someone please get that kid to be quiet?" Yeah. And he's not looking around. He's just being a um a loud mouth. Mm-hmm. And we hear the the mother, honey, honey, honey. Yeah, she was you gotta, trying. You gotta sh- Mm-hmm. Oh, I felt bad <coughs> for the And the kid the kept going. And this guy keeps getting louder. So finally, in the best way that I know how to deal with these situations. He pulled over the flight attendant oh, to yeah. ask the flight yeah, he attendant. Hit the to, call button like a like like yeah. and I'm telling you, she this it, sweet You're on a plane, it's fine. So anyways, um she keeps singing, she gets to the chorus and I join her as loud as I could. And he looked at me and I looked at him. And he got the message real quick of like, really? Now you're going to yell at me? Let's go. <laughs> and he sat down to shut up. But it, it, those are those things that always remind me that, you know, are kids annoying sometimes? Yes. Yes. Um, are our kids annoying to us sometimes? Yes. Yes. But <clears throat> if we have some grace, if we can recognize that the best place for kids to be oh. is in church. Oh. I would rather have every row with a couple of kids making a little bit of noise because we can turn them. We can turn the system up. We yep. can we can make pastor louder. We yep. can we can compensate for that. No problem. I would rather them be in church than be at home. One hundred percent. I would always rather see them there. And deal with, you know, whatever little bits of drama happens from having kids in church. Yeah. Right? It is, if you look at your church's approach to children. Yes. You will see very quickly what they prioritize. Yeah. And all I'm trying to do, all you're trying to do, all we're trying to do is encourage you to A, have a little grace. Yeah. Right. We put up with all kinds of drama from the adults in church. We can deal with the kids. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, we can. It's it's much easier. And half the time they get snacks. It's great. Oh. <laughs> but let's continue to remember to have some grace. Mm-hmm. Remember that Jesus multiple times yeah. prioritized bringing the little children, children. To him, right yeah that they have childlike faith that they are the greatest in the kingdom mm-hmm. we can go down the list right of all the times that he is instructing us mm-hmm. to 
protect, take care, and Involve. raise our kids up. Yeah. And, you know, we talked a little bit about the kids last week in, in some of the cleaning stuff mm-hmm. and ministry helps. Give, if you've got a bunch of kids in your church and they're running a little ragged or running a little wild, give them something to do. You know, and here's the other thing. I know that kids are, some some parents have an easier time with no, their children yep. than others. Yep. And that's okay. Well, hey, we, we said we were going to hit these at some point. I really uh, just did that. No, <clears throat> we didn't. Okay. Well, anyway, I just <laughs> hit it. It's fine. Um, you know, some parents do have a harder time trying to manage their children. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Some kids are harder to manage. Um But that's where that grace period comes. Just ask my that's parents, where that tell you. That's where that grace period comes in. But our children need to be in church. And it doesn't matter if they're not going to be perfect. Like yeah. I'll point blank tell you right now, if they're under 10, chances are they aren't even my 8-year-old who is very well behaved and he is very mature for his age. There are He's some times when I like look at him. I'm like, what are you doing? Who wants to throw a pencil? You know, or who knows what, <laughs> but that I've got to give him those eyes and just kind of remind him where we are and just, you know, be respectful. Um, but get your kids to church. And if they're going to be a little bit rowdy or let's not say rowdy during the service, but if they're going to make some noise or it's going to be a little bit difficult, guess what? It's better for them and it's better for you. And there are a lot of simple things. I mean, <coughs> there are parents that obviously bring, you know, their little phones and stuff. We never have um, only because we've wanted to work really hard at training them to not. That is not a dig but I always make sure that they have books that they have coloring books that they have crayons that they have like snacks snacks little poppable things um actually what I've what I have started to do is I always all like our sheets that we don't go through even if it's two or three I'm now keeping a stack of extra coloring sheets for either a my kids or if there's a guest with a kid I want to be able to have something from our children's church to give to them if it's a Wednesday night when we don't have a service. We actually should have gift, like... Kid gift bags. Yeah, welcome packs for kids. That's a great oh, idea. that is... A, well, we do have something for the church. We have little devotionals and stuff when they come to yeah, kids' church. Yeah, we should have fun stuff, including candy. Okay. I will make note of that. Wow. Anyway, but I, I think the biggest... <laughs> where this came... I, I like that idea. I'm no, filing no, no, no. it. Yes, yes. But anyway, I think where this came from is after that really hard day that I had with my kids, I can understand why some parents may not mm-hmm. want to bring their kids. And I am wanted to so encourage you to bring your kids because the best place for them to be is in Isn't church, church. Yep. in the house of God, under the anointing, especially in the day that we're living in. And parents, I want to encourage you. It is hard work and mm-hmm. I know it. So all three of my kids started coming to church with me when they were like two weeks old. And yes, I would have some help, but because my husband works literally through every service, he leaves early and stays late. I don't go to church with him. We did it last week. It was fun. We did, yes. For seven years. <laughs> yes. But especially on Sunday. Now, on Wednesdays, we'll go early, and Saturday for prayer, we'll go early, and we'll go together. But, like, on Sunday mornings, 
We have not gone to church together in years, primarily because he gets there early to get everything up and running, make sure he just has a lot more to do. But so I was carrying, bringing one child, then two child, and then two children, and then three children. I'm like, when I was bringing three children, they were four and a half, three, and a newborn. So they were. And you still did it. And I still did it. And we still made it to both services on Sunday. We made it to every Wednesday. And we made it on Saturdays. And this is not a, oh, pat my back, yay for me. This is a, it was hard. And you know what? There were times that it was a fight. But I did it. And I am so grateful that I did it. And just because it's hard. Come on, you've all heard the expression just because it's, or I can't even think of the expression now. Which one? I don't know. Okay. Anyway, just because it's hard to do anything worth doing, anything anything hard, hard worth doing is worth doing. Anyway, you know what I'm trying to say? This happens to me sometimes. Anyway, just because it's hard doesn't mean you don't do it. No, it's not. I just want to... I want to touch on one other quick thing. Okay. I know we're well over the time that we said we were going to do. Because we keep saying we're going to keep these short. We talked about, you know, doing things in church for kids. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not babysitting. No. And you can't treat children's ministry, which again no. is a whole other topic. But I can't, I can't mention it and not bookend it with this. Okay. Right? If you're going to do children's ministry, you have to view it as exactly that. It is a ministry. It's not playtime, although you may play. It's not nap time, snack time. It's not a daycare. No. You want a daycare, take your kids to daycare. If it is a church service and you have child care available it's a ministry yep. and you have to treat it as such we would not allow anything else that happened during the service to be like straight up fellowship time right yep. if we have if we have a midweek service where we also have a youth service it's not like a hangout and drink coffee right there's even, there's even though we do bring even though snacks you might sometimes do that, <laughs> You're still ministering to those. Yeah. You're ministering to whatever group is involved. So if you're going to offer child care, please put the effort in. You don't have to have a huge lesson. You don't have to do all this, but treat it as a as ministry. A ministry. That's what a happens point. in kids church or nursery or young adults or whatever, however you describe it during a church service should be as anointed as the adult service. Yeah. 100%. And one of the one of the things I've noticed over the years is that churches that do that, right, that treat yeah. all children's ministry as a ministry, the kids that come up through that transition no problem. Mm. As they as they graduate through those levels. Right. Right? The ones that treat it as daycare, child care, Social gatherings. Yeah. Like just, hey, we're hanging out at church. Mm-hmm. When those children get to adult church, which is a terrible way to say it, but when they get to adult church, they don't know what to do. Yeah. Because they've never done it. Yeah. 
So if you're going to offer something for children in church, remember it is a ministry. Mm-hmm. Treat it as be such. A whole, that be a whole that's a other whole other topic, topic, which we will get into. Just not tonight. Yes. Because I want to go to bed. So we're going to wrap it there. Unless yeah. you have something else. No, I, I was going to wrap it just by saying, so I don't care how, well, I do care how hard it is, but it doesn't matter how hard it is. God will give you grace. You were <laughs> called and purposed to be the parents, the mother, the father of your children. And there is an anointing that I, I mean, and I've talked about this before. There is an anointing to parent. Mm-hmm. And you want to know what? Ask the Holy Spirit for help to get you through and guess what he will but one of the most important things with some of the greatest payback i believe is getting your kids in church getting your kids at the altar that's another thing man get your kids if it's a sunday praise and worship and your altars are open get your kids up there and there is no better place to be and with the as we talked about in one of our previous the -hmm. spiritual battle that's going out there in the world they're out there make sure they're in church so that's just my last little just throwing it out there punching it to you that last little bit of encouragement of get your children in church it doesn't matter if it's a hard day or a bad day because you will have some they will have some um but there's no better place to be and there is obedience in taking your kids to church and with obedience comes blessing yep and the obedience of bringing your church, the harvest and the benefit and the blessing that comes with that is priceless. Can we wrap it now? We can wrap it. That's okay. it. That's my last uh, Thank cents. you again for joining us. Um, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. We sure did talk mm-hmm. about it. Um, if you'd like to connect with us, you can find us on all of the socials other than the TikToks because we don't do that stuff. Um, you can find us on our website. Find us on all of the, uh, or the majority of your favorite podcast platforms, mm-hmm. and obviously YouTube and Facebook and all, all the other jazz, which are the socials, which I already talked about. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll, as I said, see, see you, next you next week, week on another episode of the Matt Fiona Show. Looking forward to it. Totally. Bye for now. Bye.